Hello, is it me you're looking for? <laughs> I have to start off with my favorite headline of the week. Georgia woman pretends to be an FBI agent to get free Chick-fil-A. Now that is fantastic. So the best part is, is that she did it several times in a week. And when she got caught, she told the officer she was FBI. And she grabbed her shirt And she was making it like she was contacting the FBI so they would tell the FBI to let her go because she's a part of the FBI. And if that's not a woman from my own heart, I I don't know what is. Like, if you're going to get busted for fraudulent activity, that's the kind of fraudulent activity I would get busted for. And if you're going to break the law, I mean, do it for food. That is fantastic. Like, if somebody doesn't make a movie about this woman, I'm going to make a movie about this woman. And I want to play the woman. Because, as of right now, she's one of the most inspirational figures of 2020 for me. Hands down. And they let her go on $3,000 bond. But they should have just made her pay for the, the chicken sandwiches and then let her go. Because I know she's breaking the law, but, I mean, people could be doing worse things. And they busted her ass. I mean, they should have just made her pay the $10. Come on. Come on. And their mac and cheese is... Ooh-wee. Delicious. And I love the chicken sandwich as well. And I remember back in the whole Chick-fil-A sandwich versus Popeye's debate. I mean, people were killing each other in the street. I'll never forget that. And me and my father tried to get a Popeye sandwich. And we were online for like 30 minutes in the car. And it went around the block, like, twice. Um, And there was also rumors going around that they were, like, not at at my Popeyes that I was going to, but I heard um, through other people that they were seeing, allegedly here, allegedly, that the Popeyes were, like, at some Popeyes, they were in the back, like, making the, the chicken sandwiches over trash cans, I guess because of high demand. But... That was delicious. Like, I I do get the hype. I do get the hype. Because I've had both sandwiches. And wow, that's such a tough decision. I think, though... You see, it it depends what you're you're in the mood for. Like, the Popeye's chicken sandwich I had is like a a fried chicken sandwich. And then the Chick-fil-A sandwich is like a... It tastes more like a grilled chicken sandwich. Or am I... Am I not talking about the correct sandwich here? Let me see. Let me check the the interwebs. Okay. Um, Chick-fil-A sandwich versus Popeye sandwich. Let's take a look, people. Let's check it out, man. Um, oh, wow. No. That's also... It's also a fried chicken. So I think I had the wrong sandwich. That's disappointing when I really think about it. Because I had the grilled chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Like, to be honest, though, Chick-fil-A, in my opinion, the grilled chicken sandwich I had, it tastes less fast foody. Like, the Popeye's chicken is delicious. Delicious. Like, definitely the best chicken sandwich out of, like, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, for sure. But I definitely can't compare both of them now because I didn't have both of their fried chicken sandwiches. 
but the the Popeye chicken sandwich is delicious. It doesn't taste like a fast food sandwich. It tastes like an artisan sandwich. Um, but the Chick-fil-A sandwich doesn't taste like it's a fast food sandwich at all. The grilled one I had. So I need to try the fried one and then we can discuss. But I remember people were killing each other for a Popeye sandwich. So, I mean, a chicken sandwich isn't worth your life, people. It's not worth your life. But yeah, that was all the rage. That was all the rage at one time. On a scale of killing somebody, I'd definitely fight a bitch for a Popeye's chicken sandwich, though. Like, if there was a scale, I'd definitely fight somebody. Like, if there was only one chicken sandwich left, and this person was claiming it was theirs, and if I was ahead of them online, there would be a fight. But if she was, if, th- if this he or she was in front of me, and they rightfully got the chicken sandwich, I'm not gonna fight them. But honestly, if somebody was gonna start throwing hands, I would throw hands for the chicken sandwich. It's good. It's good. So that's on my scale. But killing somebody? No. Absolutely not. And to Mary Grace with other news. Ticketmaster to officially require 24-hour proof of a negative COVID test or current vaccine in order to attend concerts. So you either have to have it within 24 to 72 hours, you have to be tested negative. And I don't think they're going to get a lot of people turning out. I mean, you might get some of those One Directioners, but other than that, I mean, I'm not gonna go get tested every week to get, to to be able to go to a concert. I mean, it depends who. I'm trying to think who I would get tested for. Um, Tina Turner. Adele. I've always wanted to see Adele. Me and my friend tried to get tickets for her when we were in college. We had, like, an exam that day. And we... We stayed at her house and literally waited till the tickets went on sale. And then we were both in her house on phones and computers. And they were like, great, you're waiting online. The next thing you know, they were sold out. But we were going to get $50 seats all the way upstairs. And like downstairs was like $150 when she was performing at, um, where is it? Radio City Music Hall back in 2015 and we were waiting we were actually on the line for the tickets and then we were waiting and then it said sold out so we didn't even have a chance but I was upset because I could have been downstairs for $150 seeing her perform if you would have actually got like the standard ticket before it got resold online and then I remember we were looking for those tickets 450 so they whoever got them they tripled the profit immediately I mean, I regret it because I wish I would have got the $150 ticket, but I don't regret it because I wasn't going to pay no $450 when I knew the original price. Maybe if I didn't know the original price, I could have got like sheep skinned, you know, I could have, they could have, you know, pulled the wool over my eyes and I maybe would have done it because I really want to see her. She's on my list, but I would get COVID checked for her, uh, Tina Turner. I want to see Ellen John really bad. We actually had tickets, me and my family, to see Ellen John. And that was supposed to be during the whole pandemic. So he canceled. And who knows if he's going to perform again. Because he's he's getting up there too. He's he's a bit older. So I, I personally wouldn't take that chance either. And then we also had tickets for Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish. I don't know. I always say it the wrong way. I say it with confidence that I'm saying the right way. And it's never the right way. And people correct me. So I'm just going to say Billie. Because everybody gets it. Everybody knows. But I got my money back for her. And I already seen her once, also a Radio City Music Hall with my sister, so I'll probably save my money, because now that I've been saving money during COVID, I don't want to spend it. Like, I could literally go to a 
an island now and live my life and nobody would ever know of me and I could probably live on the money that I've saved for like a week. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you know, what's also uh, crazy is that I wanted to go to Coachella this year with my friend and we were so close to buying the tickets, but everything together was going to come out to like $1,500 and something like pushed us off the edge. It was like the hotel was a little bit more expensive than we thought and or the car was, so we decided not to do it and I'm happy we didn't because... Who knows how long you're waiting for your money back. If you get your full refund, I'm not sure. Because some of these places are really goofy. Because I was supposed to go on a cruise. I never gave the update about that. I was supposed to go on a cruise and it just got canceled last month. But their only option was either take a credit for it and or, or get a refund if they cancel it. But if they didn't cancel it... It was take a credit and I didn't want the credit. Like they won't give your money back. Some of these places, they're very difficult when it comes to giving you your money back. And I love that. It's so, it was so easy for you to take my money, but for you to give me my money back in a pandemic, it's an issue. So I didn't like that, but that's why me and my father were going on that cruise because without a refund, we were going. So I'm, I'm happy it's canceled though, because that's dangerous. That's really dangerous. And I, I like would have been nervous and I didn't feel comfortable, but if they weren't going to give me my refund, I was going to be on that boat. 100%. I was going to have my little sailor hat on and I was going to be on that boat. So, you want the truth, you're getting it. But I was scared for my dad, so I'm happy that it didn't happen. But yeah, I'm happy. Also, I'm happy I didn't go to Coachella. Well, I, I that I didn't pay for the tickets because that would have been annoying trying to contact them and get my money back and wait months. But that's on my list of like big festivals to go to. I did Ultra and I had the time of my life. Ah. Uh, Hey, the time of my life and I never felt this way before and I swear this is true and I owe it all to you 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 that's the remix but uh yeah some guy offered me some weed by the bathroom I said no and then also, there was no toilet paper. I'll never forget that. There was no toilet paper and people were passing each other toilet paper when they came out. They would have a roll and they would pass the roll to the next person. So, I'm happy. I think I was the person that originally had the roll. So, I didn't have to, you know, think about trusting the person giving me the roll of toilet paper. But, that's dirty. I loved Ultra, though. So, I, I would love to also do Coachella. That was the other big, the other, uh, the other big one. And I would love to do EDC Vegas as well. Those are a really fun time. And I go, no drugs, no alk. I just go there and have a good time. So I'm in the front. My hair's being blown back by the by the air coming out of the speakers, the decibels, and the, the fire giving me a little bit of a tan. I thoroughly enjoy that. No drugs, no alcohol, no bathroom, no food. And that's how I roll. Honestly, I don't know how I didn't pass out. But, you know, Sopranos have really good fortitude. Like, I have very good intestinal fortitude. Like, I could, if somebody threw me in the forest, I think I'd last more than others without food. I mean, when it comes to finding food, berries and stuff, it's not going to sustain me. But, like, if I just had to, you know, just on, like, you know, survival instinct alone, I think that that's a good test for it. And in other news, back to Mary Grace. We're passing it now to Mary Grace in other news, with other news. That was awful. Let me do that again. Um, and here's Mary Grace with our breaking news story. All right. 
hello everybody this is mary grace that's definitely not how they introduce themselves on the news but hello and good evening this is mary grace sopran so britney spears is losing lost the there's something going on outside and i don't know what it is um she's not able to have her father removed as her conservator she says she will never perform again as long as he is in control and with that i need to do more research i remember reading about it and looking into it when like a few months ago when that whole hashtag free britney movement was happening and i read about it and there's just a lot of sketchy things going on like that like if she really can't make the decisions for herself i'm for like a parent taking control and looking out for their kid but people are questioning if he has the right intentions because he has like control for money and he was you know giving money to people in the family and stuff like that and it's that's where it becomes sketchy because are you doing it because you care for your daughter or you're doing it because you have access to all her money I don't know I can't speak on that because I'm not I don't know the Spears family I, I don't know but I remember there was a whole thing where people were commenting on her social medias and they were saying like wear black if you're in trouble because she can't like speak about it and stuff like that wear black if you're in trouble so because supposedly the family like the father runs all of her social media and tells her to do this and tells her to do that and she wore black the next day which was very interesting but then people were also combating that with if he runs her social media how would she know to do that so it's just a really scary situation because none of us know if she does really need the conservatorship or not because if she doesn't this man literally has control of her life and i don't see any you know anything happening with that yet and she's like to the point where she's not gonna perform but i love she's not able to control her money but she can perform like in defense of her like for the father if she can't even control her own money you're going to make her perform? She she can do that. She has the ability, the ability to do that, though. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of sketchy things I read. And, honestly, like, free her. Like, I don't know why. I'm, I'm for the Free Britney movement. But I've, I've, I've read a lot of conflicting conflicting arguments so I, i'm gonna look into that and then next week i'll i'll do a dipe a dipe dive uh, a deep dive into that that sounded inappropriate but i'm gonna do the dipe dive i'm gonna do the deep dive into that and i'll look into more more information about it because like i i can understand both sides if it's just if it's right like if she does need the help from a parent okay but if she's perfectly able and they're making her seem like she can't control herself that's where it gets scary because nobody will know but her and the family and if it's it's her versus her family they could all say hey let's just be quiet about this you know let's just continue to say that she can't control can't can't you know control her life and then we can all profit off of it so i'm gonna look into that so i guess that that can go into the conspiracy theory pile of things that i want to look into because there's also lizard people apparently And I was having, like, a midlife crisis earlier this week because I was looking into things going on with the election and then conspiracy theories 
And then the lizard people just put me over the top. Just put me over the top. But yeah, it's just, uh, with, con- with conspiracy theories, it's like, the further you dig down, the darker it gets, and the less light is at the top of the hole that you originally dove into, you know? So you just, there's a point where you hit a wall. Like, if, if you start looking into conspiracy theories, you're gonna hit a wall where you just feel like, oh my gosh, I'm trapped, there's too much going on in the world, and this is just too much for my brain to handle. Because when you really look into conspiracy theories, there's things that will just turn your whole life upside down. Like, things you believed your whole life, there's some, there's some evidence that would make you believe, like, wow, this whole thing that I was believing for this long was a lie. So, and I'm not, I'm not talking about religion or anything. I'm just talking about, like, certain things, like, within the government and within, you know, what you're, what you're taught growing up you know, what's what, and then you, like, history-wise, and then when you grow up, you're like, wow, and then this person did this research, and then this would make sense, and you have to remember, conspiracy theories, most of them are based on some, even if it's a minuscule fact, it's based on fact. So, conspiracy theory is only a conspiracy theory until it's proven to be true. So, I mean, these people that really look into these things do a lot of research, and... If the whole thing isn't true, a lot of things do connect. And then when you start doing your research, a lot of things do connect. So I definitely want to start divulging into some of those on this podcast. But I want to find out which one that I'm really interested in and maybe some that the listeners are interested in. And then I could do a really deep dive into those and then we can discuss. But supposedly, I was listening to a podcast this week um, called the Tinfoil Hat Podcast. I absolutely love that podcast. And he like, really dives into all different conspiracy theories. Like, any and every conspiracy theory that you've ever heard of or could even think of, this person has looked into. And they were talking about how lizard people supposedly are, like, living in underground tunnels in California. And they were just saying, like, what's more interesting to me... Because the lizard people, I don't really... I don't believe that. It's interesting theory, but I don't believe it. But then they were saying that there was some article back in like the 20s that spoke about these lizard creatures so I need to look into that as well but I'm not sold on that conspiracy theory it's interesting they can make a movie about it but I'm not sold on it yet I need to do more research but what was interesting is that they were saying that there are like underground tunnels under um I think some museum in LA and then also under like the Playboy Mansion so that's just interesting like why why are there underground tunnels under there no that, that no normal person would know about so it's like, why? Because if there's, you know, a disaster, are people going to go under there? Or are, there, are they doing some kind of ex- experimentation under there? I mean, if there's an underground tunnel and it's not for sewage, there's definitely some odd and crazy things happening down there. If that's the case. Because there's no other reason for an underground tunnel. Speaking of underground tunnel, I wonder where that rumor came from. That if you dug a hole deep enough, you'd end up in China. Because I remember when I was a child, I would, you know, I never, you know, I guess I was not lazy, but I mean, I wasn't going to dig very far, but I remember I I dug a little bit and I was like, you know, where's China? This is some bullshit, you know? But I remember as a child wanting to get my cousins together, my cousin and my little sister, and I wanted us to dig and then see if we'd end up in China. Because I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that if I dug for like maybe a day, I'd end up in China. So I wonder who started that that rumor and how did I find out about that as a child and apparently I spoke to my little sister about it and she said she never believed it and I spoke to other people about it and they've said I've never heard that rumor but I googled it and it came up so 
wouldn't that be some shit if you could just dig a hole and you ended up in another country i think that would be super awesome you know and when i imagined it i imagined me being in china and then i automatically had like chinese apparel on like i envisioned me in one of those hats so, I mean, I don't know where along me diving in the hole I would have found the hat. But maybe I'm the only child that firmly believed that. Because I did firmly believe it. I said, I'm going to dig a hole one day and I'll end up in China. For free. So. The end of the story, I didn't. I'm still here in New Jersey and I've never been to China. Even though it's on my list. I, I want to go to Japan, actually. China's cool, but I really do want to go to Japan. And I want to see all the... The Pokemon, the originations of Pokemon. So they must have like stores there with really cool Pokemon things and maybe the Museum of Pokemon. I don't know if that exists. Let me see. Let me check it out. Pokemon Museum. Pokemon! Who's that? Pokemon! I love Pokemon. And then my whole and then my whole life also, I believe the lie that the the Pokemon Center in New York City. Like, in my mind, growing up, I thought I was going to be able to go there and they would have, like, the little, that little machine that you put the Pokeballs in and it heals your Pokemon. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I thought they are going to have somebody dressed up as Nurse Joy and you, you were going to able, you are going to be able to pass them, like, a, a, a Pokeball and they were going to be able to put it in there and they were going to heal the Pokemon and it was going to look like a Pokemon Center. That's what I thought. And then I go there and they're just selling Pokemon merchandise. That's it. You know, I was expecting much more. You know? Because they could have definitely, like, did something like that. And I think that would make it, like, like a... Like, they should do, like, a Pokemon world, really. Like, how they have Disney World and Disneyland. They should do a Pokemon world. And have people walking around in Pokemon suits. And Pokemon rides. And you can do, like, virtual reality where you're walking around as the Pokemon trainer. And you can catch Pokemon. Like, I think that that would be, that would be like, huge. I think that would be huge. I would go. Because I used to, like, I was a diehard Pokemonster. Poke you can call me a Pokemonster. Because I was never into the Yu-Gi-Oh! I had a few of those cards, but I used to have binders and binders of Pokemon cards. And I would collect everything. The little figures. Um, I would cut out the little things on the back of, back of the macaroni and cheese boxes. I would watch the show while I was eating the Pokemon mac and cheese with my, with my cousins. Yeah, I was a Pokemonaholic. I love that show. And now it's, uh, I still love it. I would love to, like, I don't collect anything anymore, but I, I love that. That was such a huge part of my childhood. I love the video games, of course. I lived for the video games. I must have had every one of them growing up. But let's see. Is there a Pokemon world in Japan? The Pokemon Center Tokyo is the biggest Pokemon Center in Japan. It opened in 2018 in Takashima Department Store in Ninobashi, a fashionable neighborhood near Tokyo Station. The enormous Pokemon Center DX's location is very convenient, with it being located just short walk from Tokyo Station. Hmm. Yeah, so that looks amazing. Yeah. It says Pokemon Mega Center Tokyo Toshima. And there's like a bunch of stuff on the wall, and that looks really awesome. Because the one in New York City, I think that's a joke. Like, I went in there and there's just a bunch of plushies, so that was disappointing. But, yeah, I just, I think they, uh, they should do that. They should... Should definitely make a Pokemon world. And you know what's really cool? I actually, I'm such like a, 
such a Pokemon nerd, but I love it. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I remember, um, I got this sweet card. It's called the Shining Charizard. And I was looking online and apparently that card is super rare and people are selling it for over a thousand dollars. I see one right here, $1,700 and I was in great shape. So I'm trying to find it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, put it on a market just to see where it goes. 35,000, 35, $3,500. Honestly, I would just like to put it on the market just to see what people would offer me, but I'm not going to sell it because that's my childhood. And I love looking at it. It's cool, man. Because honestly, out of what, 15 years of collecting, I only got one rare card. So I'm going to hold on to that to the day I die. You could bury me with it. Bury me, bury me inside, bury, bury me with my shining Charizard Pokemon card. Bury me with it. I have a difficult time saying that word. And speaking of like Pokemon World, I remember when I went to Disney World with my friends. There was this girl and she was girl and she was vlogging and she was it was the best thing ever. She was on like Facebook Live. We were sitting right behind her because they have like an area. They have like the common area where you can sit and that right by the castle where they do the big fireworks show and they put like uh like animations on the the castle itself and it's like really awesome time it was really spectacular but I love she was narrating the whole thing with her friends she was it was like maybe like a 40 year old woman and she was on she was like hey my Facebook livesters right now I'm at Disney and as you can see they're doing the Disney spectacular it's 8 p.m you know what time that is it's the time they do the Disney spectacular and you can see they're using multicolored fireworks and they're also putting an animation from Alice in Wonderland and I would have to say that this is my favorite. This has been my favorite animation of the night. It was fantastic. And I'm sitting in the back chuckling. It's great, man. And then I also remember there was a child there and she was sticking her fingers in her pizza and her mother said nothing. And I was in the back like, stop sticking your fingers in there. You know, she was ruining the pizza. Ruining the pizza. She was sticking her fingers in the pizza, not eating the pizza. So that also happened. And then I also remember I got into an argument with a friend because I was trying to make it to the the boat show they have they have like a fancy disney boat show where they all go on like the disney boat and it's all the characters and you know that sounds honestly like a tragedy could happen very easily putting all of those characters on a boat all of the disney characters on a boat that sounds like a tragedy could easily strike but thank god nothing has ever happened but that seems like a disaster ready to happen in my book so we were online and that Disney boat show was going to happen in like 30 minutes. And me and my friends are shopping for our family, getting gifts and stuff like that. And my friend is looking for like fanny packs for her mother. And I've never seen her, 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 her parents in a, in a fanny pack. So I don't know, but she was, you know, really headstrong in getting fanny pack, fanny packs for her parents. So she was looking and I said, perfect. While you're getting that, I'll wait online because we have to get out of here quickly. So I'm waiting online and behind me rolls up this young girl in a wheelchair and I'm not saying rolls up as a joke I'm just saying she rolled up on me and it was her mother rolled her up so that's what I'm trying to say if she was actually somebody who should have been in a wheelchair I wouldn't have said that but her mother rolled her up to me and she wasn't somebody who like there's people that are going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of their life and that's awful and I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about those people this girl must have broke her leg playing soccer or something and she just had a cast on her leg. She was fine. She just had a cast on. She was probably using one of the Disney wheelchairs. So I'm waiting in front of her online. And my friend comes up to me. 
and she looks all timid behind the girl in the wheelchair. I'm like, hey, I'm waiting online for you. So you can come over here and get online. And then she starts looking at the girl in the wheelchair and the girl in the wheelchair starts looking at her and the mother starts looking at the girl in the wheelchair and the mother starts looking at my friend and then my friend starts looking at the mother of the girl in the wheelchair. And she tells her, no, you can go. And I said, Chloe, I'm waiting online. What do you think I'm waiting for? The bus? And, oh man, I don't know if I said her name. That's awful. Because I wanted to keep it anonymous. Well, now she's going to know. But she knows anyway, because that's not a, that's not a, that's not an experience you have. That's not a common experience. That's a rare experience. So she knows, she knows who she is. She knows who she is. And to everybody who knows her now, you know the story, but yeah. And I told her, you know, what am I waiting for? And then I was like, <sighs> and then I ended up letting the girl with the broken leg go through it, you know? And if it was somebody who was like, you know, there's a difference between somebody who broke a leg playing soccer and somebody who's going to be in a wheelchair, who is always in a wheelchair. I would have let them go because I'm not a monster. And I told her that I'm not a monster. I would have let her go. But this girl definitely kicked the ball too hard. And then somebody uh, cracked her shin and she's behind us online at the Disney store. That's fine. She can wait two minutes. All we were buying was two fanny packs. But yeah, and then we got into an argument and I told her, hey, what do you think I'm waiting for? And then she's like, yeah, but like, you know, she was in a wheelchair and then made me look like a monster because this conversation was happening in front of the girl in the wheelchair. So I told her, hey, what, what do you think I'm waiting for? And the girl in the wheelchair is looking at me. I'm looking at the girl in the wheelchair. The mother's looking at the girl in the wheelchair. The mother's looking at my friend. My friend's looking at the mother of the girl in the wheelchair. And we're all talking. And I told her, hey, what do you think I'm waiting for? And she's like, but Mayor, she's in a wheelchair. So it made me look like an absolute monster. Like I was evil. And then I just, I was like, go ahead. Because I was too busy arguing now. So let the girl in the wheelchair go ahead anyway. And then thank God some some Disney musketeer or whatever came out of the back the back room with friggin' free walnuts or whatever that you could try. So I I ate some of those and those let off some steam. It was like smoking a cigarette for me. So I ate a few of those and then I was calm. But I never spaz out like that. And I never spaz out on my friend like that because she's very... She's very... You know... Like, uh, you know, just, she's not, she's not an, she's not an argumentative person. She's just very relaxed and like mellow yellow, which is fine. But you know, when we have 30 minutes to get the, to get to the Disney boat show with the characters on the boat, we have, we have no time for, for being meek and mild. We got to be out there. We got to be, we got to be aggressive, you know? And when we were going to that. When we were going to that boat show, we were pushing people out of the way. We were, you know, dodging people left and right. And we did get to the boat show. We did. So that's all that matters. But, you know, that was definitely one a Disney moment I'll never forget. And it wasn't one of those sweet Disney moments where, like, the little shooting star goes over your head. And, you know, sweet music plays in the background. This is me and my friend are about to have a full-out brawl in the Disney store over fanny packs. And a girl who broke her leg playing soccer supposedly because you know I was going to do all of those Disney activities and all of those Disney shows because I paid not a whopping amount of money because we actually had some friends that were down there and I knew somebody worked at the Disney store and she actually got us a discount but best believe I was going to get my money's worth and I was going to attend every Disney show and I wasn't gonna let uh I wasn't gonna let broken shin Susan over here stop me from getting to the show on time and the best part was when the mother 
went ahead of us online. She was like, thank you to my friend. To my friend. Not even me. And I was the one that was holding the, the place in line. Without me in line, you wouldn't have had anybody to go in front of. And she said, thank you to my friend. And just looked at me like I was a monster. Like I just, I just, I just, you know, uh, took her livelihood or something. You know, lady, I had one item. We had one fanny pack to buy. One fanny pack and I think like a, a flannel hat or something. With Mickey ears. That's all we had to buy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I just ate a few smidgens. Now I'm back. I've, I've decompressed. But yeah, there's definitely some other funny stories that happened during that Disney trip. So I'm going to talk to my friend and see if there's any other ones that she remembers. Because I know there was others. So when I do, I'll definitely bring it up on the podcast. Because that was, uh, that was a shenanigan. I'd say that was a shenanigan. Maybe I could have like a Disney episode on Walt Disney's birthday or like some shit like that. Because I think that would be fun. But yeah, I'll definitely... I'll look up some information on that via my friend. So on the last episode, I spoke about how people in my grammar school, kids in my grammar school, when we were younger, would take Smarties, crush them up on a desk, and then snort them. And I told you all that if it was safe to do so, and it didn't worsen my scoliosis, and I didn't get mesothelioma or herpes from doing it, I was going to do it. But I did some research, and the first article that comes up is about snorting Smarties. So it must be a global thing. And there was this, apparently there's another way to snort, well, I guess another way to ingest them. So instead of snorting them, other people were doing this thing called smoking snorties. I guess also children. Smoking snorties? Smoking smarties. Which is where they would crush them up, put them in their mouth, the dust on their mouth, and then try to blow it out their nose. But you you only, you don't get high, apparently. There's no high, no sugar rush. It only burns. And in the article it said that if you don't crush it up enough... It feels like razor blades going through your nose, going through your nasal cavity. And you can have, like, cuts and it can, like, open up your nasal cavity where you can get an infection. And, and, sorry, I almost, (laughs) I almost lost my voice there because I'm getting really excited here in a bad way. And you can get nasal maggots. That is disgusting. And I would never think of that. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably just fine. It's just sugar up your nose. And I just thought about, you know, the sugar being in your bloodstream. I didn't think about it actually being in your nose and sitting there. And if you don't clean that out, I guess maggots will just appear in your nasal cavity. I'm good. There's no way I'm, I'm smarting snorties. I'm, I'm snorting smarties. No way. But you can't OD on them. So, I mean, if that's what you're doing in your free time, you got to be careful of those nasal maggots. But that I never expected that, and that's disgusting. So I'm sorry, people. But if there's something that I can snort that's not a drug and will make me feel some type of way, you let me know. Maybe I could do that on live instead. But in in other news, 
Back to Mary Grace in the studio. Hello. That's also not how they introduce themselves. Um, this is Mary Grace, and our top news story today is our other news story, because I think I already said that the last time, but our next news story is... So, I told you guys I was going to be on a diet, and I am. I had salad with every meal this week, amongst other things, but it's a good start. It's a great start. It's a great step in the right direction, and I'm proud of myself. But today is my treat day, so I'm going to have a meatball parm and a calzone from someplace on the interstate that I saw on a TV show about great food. And they did like a New Jersey episode, so this was part of it. So I'll let you know how that goes. So, you know I've been looking forward to eating eating this all week. You know, salad's good, but there's just something that it just doesn't cut it for some reason, you know? Like, it's just salad is the thing that makes you excited for another meal, you know? That's why they call it a side salad. Because it'll never be the main. And I respect people who eat salad as their main dish. I did that for some time. And then made the mistake of putting in all my dressings in the salad and leaving it in the car and it became soup. And I ate it. So I didn't have anything else. But. <clears throat> in other news. In other news. I'm gonna, um, I'll make it a British television show. Uh, a British news station now. In other news, with Mary Grace, with the update. Alright. Here we are. Hello. Alright. Alright. Here we are. Hello, everybody. Hello. You know, some of them talk like that. Some of them talk like that. At least of what I've seen on the tel- on the on the telly. At least of what I've seen on the telly. I've seen some of them talk like that. Some of them talk like this. Some of them talk like that. Some of them talk like this. But I am pretty sure I'm going to be doing stand-up next week. Going to do an open mic, and I haven't done that in a very long time. I'm rusty and dusty, but I'm excited. Because work's just been really hectic, and I had writer's block for some time. But I'm super excited to get back out there. And for me, it's not, it's not, it's not going up there, it's not being in front of people. I just get... You know, in the back of my mind, I'm nervous about forgetting things, but I think that's just normal. And then just, the, you know, I haven't been up there in so long, so you end up making it bigger in your head. You know, my professor used to tell me that too. Like, don't don't take too much time off of it because it's going to be tougher to get back up there. Because it just, it's just getting back into the groove. This is the groove, it's the word, it's the word, it's got move, it's got groove, it's got feeling. Bum, 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 bum. So... I was dancing too. I know you can't see that, but I was dancing. So, and you know, with the workout that hasn't been, that's been, that hasn't been going, but I was thinking about doing some online workouts, but then, you know, in the online workouts, they have ads in between it. And you know, they're going to hit me with one of those ads for a Wendy's four for $5. You know, they're going to. And the fact that I know that that's Wendy's special is a problem. So I'm working on it, but you know, Wendy's got the four for five. So if you're looking for something good and cheap, you know, I have to stop. I'm, I'm like selling it right now. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But I wanted to do a little bit of a shorter episode this week to see how you, to see how people respond to it. Because I usually do like an hour because I could talk forever. The Lord gave me the gift of, the gift of gab. I can talk forever. Like I know 
when I was younger, they would have the TV shows and it would be how long you can keep your hand on the car and then you win like a thousand dollars or something. Like my contest would be whoever could talk the longest. I would win. I would literally, you know, at the end, everybody would be sleeping or everybody would be disqualified and I'd be talking to a wall. So, yep. You know, my final thoughts. I hate hot dogs, but corn dogs are delicious. You put some mustard on that, that little, and it's delicious. It's like a carnival snack. But, yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll end it here. But thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you, cousin, cousin, cousin. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for riding with me. I'm trying to get some guests on here soon. So I'm looking on to, looking into that. But thanks for riding steady with, with your girl. With your home slice. You know. Thanks for riding in the minivan with me. Because, you know, when I picture, you know, riding with me, I don't I don't picture us like riding on a motorcycle into the into the bright sunset. I just imagine us all in like a busted up minivan and I'm like carrying all my fans with me. If that doesn't sound, you know. I don't even know where I was going with that. I was just, you know, I thought something was going to come of it, but it didn't. So, but thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate you. I love you and have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. I'll see you next. I don't even know. That was just, no, I meant to say have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. I should probably cut that out, but you know what? This is me. This is real. This is me. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be in. Let the lights shine on me. But yeah, I'll give you, I I gave you some of that, some of that fire and then that'll sustain you until next week. So really, thank you. I hope you enjoyed my vocals. American Idol 2021 because of COVID. I can't be American Idol 2020, but American Idol 2020 vote for me. You know, uh, tell Simon Cowell to friggin' loosen his britches because, you know, he's gonna rip me with, oh, that was awful. That was awful. It's definitely a Scottish version of, that was awful. That was awful. I guess that's better. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave you now. I'm really gonna leave. Goodbye. Peace. Doses. And really, after this, I'm going to leave. But the best part about this episode is that I felt like I didn't have enough. That I I didn't have much to talk about. And I'm talking for 42 minutes. So, that explains it. Thank you again. I'm really leaving now. I know you're going to miss me. Or maybe you won't. But I'm going to leave. And I don't know why I got all nasally there. But yeah, I'm really going to leave now. So, don't beg for me to stay. I'm going to leave. I'm leaving now. So, thank you. And I will see you next week. Goodbye.